Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Inspirational Living Podcast. I'm Ryan Cassidy. And I'm Marianne Johansson. And with the holidays around the corner, we decided to dedicate a show to keeping everyone feeling positive and inspired for the holiday season. And for many, this time of the year is an exciting time with family gatherings, traditions, you know, with Christmas and Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Yule, just to name a few. Um, But despite the excitement and joy that this time of the year can bring, it can also be a very stressful time for many and a lonely time for those who don't have family to celebrate with or for those who have lost someone special. So tonight we will be discussing um, different ways that we can help spread the joy, gather together in meaningful ways, and reach out to those who may be feeling more emotional during this time of year. And um, before we get into tonight's topic, Marianne, did you have a message that you wanted to share with our listeners? Yes, Ryan. Well, I just wanted to say that we're very excited to see that we're now reaching listeners in Japan, Ghana, Spain, and Indonesia as well. So to all of our listeners, no matter where you're listening from tonight, a very big welcome to all of you. We're very glad you're here. Um, And carrying on with our special episode tonight, We really wanted to highlight the value of caring for other people and of taking the time to spend some joyful and meaningful time with not only your loved ones, but also looking around you and noticing in which ways you can be helpful and bring some sparkle into somebody's eyes and heart. And I'll just go all philosophical for a moment, if you'll bear with me. Uh, But I just think sometimes it's nice to bring things down to the basics and down to what really matters, because we can easily become so distracted that we forget to slow down and actually just feel how we feel and notice what we really want. And and also notice how we can make things a little nicer for ourselves and for our loved ones, you know. Does anyone just really need a hug or a kind word or some company or a quick chat? Mm, yeah, Marianne, you know, you never know what somebody else is going through and, and what hardships, you know, they've endured. So I think being a bit gentler on everyone at this time of the year can help those who might you know, be dealing with um, emotional turmoil or regrets and loss. Yeah, that's it, Ryan. And, and, you know, you never know what might arise from it when you give somebody your time and attention. And we each carry a story. Um, But we just each really just want to spend some nice quality time with others, I think. Um, So caring about ourselves and each other and reaching out is a natural thing for us as soulful human beings. But sometimes the stress of other things just washes over us and takes a a big portion of our attention away from our basic needs. Even something like just sitting down quietly and enjoying a meal, chatting with people we care about. And sometimes we're too busy even for that. So we just like to remind everyone today to, to really just do it. Just take a moment and think about how you'd like to spend your holiday season. Um, Because right now it seems to be a good opportunity and reminder for us all to stop and prioritize being kind to ourselves and to those in our family. And I I just thought of a Michael Jackson quote. Um, He said, you know, start with the man in the mirror. So be kind to yourself and and pass it on to the world around you. Making making the world a kinder place really starts with you. Um, So the holiday season is also a good time to expand our view and and look around and go beyond our own circle. And think, you you can think, where where am I able to spread some joy and some help and and some kindness today? 
Yeah, I love that Michael Jackson song, actually. And, you know, you're right about expanding our view, and it's especially important for those living uh, in multicultural communities to reach out and ask questions. Um, You know, I think sometimes we see our neighbors and our friends doing their traditions and celebrations, and we don't always understand what they're doing or why they're doing it that way. And I think, you know, it's okay to ask questions and to show that you're interested. That might actually, you know, make your neighbor feel excited to share with you as well. Yes, Ryan, definitely. I think I think most of us are naturally curious, and, and we also like to show others our, our ways and traditions, and it can be a great way to bond. And I know in a place like Bahrain, where, where you're living um, with such diverse cultures and nationalities, it's a haven for learning about different ways, isn't it? Mm, yeah. And yeah, so I'll, I'll just share some ideas here from from Denmark. Um, and as always, I think a good place to start is with the children. <clears throat> excuse my, I've just had a, a a cold, so excuse my my voice a bit. <laughs> um, but with children, their their open heart and their open mindedness is so receptive to input, and we can in turn learn so much from their reactions and input as well. I know in many schools here in Denmark, children learn that many people face difficult living conditions around the world, but they also learn here how they can make a difference by giving small gifts or tokens or sending letters to other children, and they learn to think about others, and I'm sure they do in in many other countries as well. Um, And another example with children in many schools in Denmark here also, the teachers emphasize basic family things like sitting down for a meal together or they show the children the value of adults and children doing art together or playing board games while they chat about this and that or they take the children out on in on little trips in in nature and i guess there's nothing like a walk in nature to get your mind and your imagination going right i mean you just have natural conversations when you when you out are out in nature and the children like to share their stories and experiences, and they like to be listened to. So this social interaction and kind behavior is encouraged in the schools, and and also the parents are highly encouraged to participate. So it kind of you know teaches the children that family time is a, is a good time, so they can carry this on as well. Mm, yeah, you're right. It's those little things that make the biggest impact, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, then, of course, like you mentioned, uh, Ryan, then on the other side of the coin are those who, who don't have a family around or who have a broken family or are away sitting in a home or somewhere else. And the holiday season can be especially difficult for, for them. I mean, especially the Christmas tradition, it's 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 all over the media and in films and on TV. It's very visible. And although there are many, you know, there are many wonderful movies and and TV programs about family time and spending quality time together. The coziness and, and the sharing you see on TV can hit you harder if you're not in that family-oriented situation. Uh, for example, my, my dad is in a in a nursing home, and, you know, my mom has made the arrangements to get him home as much as possible for the holiday season, and, and we also go visit him there. But unfortunately, there are also many young people who are out there on the streets or who are forced to go to shelters for, for numerous reasons. So, I mean, especially at this time of year, many people are feeling extra vulnerable and they're missing loved ones. And in this emotional time, many people often depend on the support and kindness of family and friends as well. So they could do with an outreach, uh, outreached hand and and a smile. So I guess what I'm saying is, 
you know, try spread joy in different ways in whichever in whichever way you can. And you, you can't help everyone, but you can definitely make a difference in somebody's life by showing care and giving some kind of um, giving undivided attention to them. So whether they're family or your neighbor or whether they're strangers you meet somewhere. I also recently heard this quote, um, uh, heard about this quote by Archbishop Desmond Tutu, Tutu, who said, it's easy to feel helpless, but remember that the ocean is made up of small drops of water and every drop counts. So don't think that a small gesture doesn't count because it, it does and it can make a difference. Yeah, it really can. Well, you know, as as we said, this time of the year is important and special for family gatherings together. Um, and in my house, we have a lot of traditions that I've brought with me from America and that we've kind of integrated, you know, into some of the Bahraini traditions as well. Um, you know, for example, even though we're all way on the other side of the world, we still put up our Christmas tree the week after Thanksgiving, and then we wait to decorate the tree as a family and, you know, it's funny because they have fresh trees now that are being imported onto the island, and um, we still have our fake tree because it's like it's on its last leg, and I, every year I keep saying, oh, we're going to get a new tree, we're going to get a new tree, but, hey, it's still good now, so we'll keep it until it completely <laughs> falls over. But, um, you know, we like to make an event of tree decorating, and we gather the kids together and make a cup of hot cocoa and put the Christmas carols on, and we decorate together. Um, in fact, that's my plan for for this Thursday. I've told the kids, come on, we've got to decorate the tree. We've put it up, we've put the lights on, but there are no decorations yet. <laughs> so that's our little bit of American tradition for before the holidays. Um, and surprisingly, Christmas is a really big deal here in Bahrain, and they have a lot of events for families who celebrate, like um, they've got carol singings and tree lightings at the hotels. Um, I mean, we, we even went to a gingerbread decorating contest uh, last weekend, and, you know, because Christmas falls on the same time as the Bahrain's National Day, the streets are really decked out with, like, twinkly lights, and uh, sometimes they even have fireworks. So it's really special for the kids, and it's, it's really nice for to, just to see the Bahraini people celebrating their country with their flags out and their traditional songs and music. And it's just a real festive time of the year, so it, it really meshes and, and blends in well with, um, with the holiday spirit. Um, yeah, it's, it's just really a special time over here. Mm, yeah, definitely. I remember that, Ryan, from my many years in Bahrain. And we we used to have a double Christmas each year. We'd celebrate the Danish Christmas, which is on the 24th in the evening. And then we'd continue on with the um, English and American Christmas traditions on the 25th. So we kind of kept both of our traditions alive, and which was really nice, actually. And we invited people over to, you know, to, to share the traditions. Oh, that's so nice. I'm sure the kids loved that. <laughs> two two <Yeah>. Christmases. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, there are some other ways that uh, you can get together as a family. Um, things like volunteering together at soup kitchens or shelters or, you know, animal shelters as a way to, to give back to the community. Um, do people do that in Denmark, Marianne? You know, Ryan... It's kind of embarrassing, but I even had to look that up. I mean, I know there are shelters here, but yes, there, there are also soup kitchens. <laughs> uh, but they're mainly in our capital of Copenhagen, where you can where you can buy a hot meal at a very low price, and you may also, in some places, get to enjoy some live music or some community-based activities. 
And I'm pretty sure that you can offer to volunteer in these places. I'll have to investigate that some more, though. Yeah, I think that that would be interesting to know. Um, You know, I think also teaching children to share and to give is extremely important. And even, like, the large shopping malls here have donation boxes where you can, um, like, during the holidays or during the wintertime, you can donate jackets and clothes for those who need them. Um, You know, although we don't have snow here, it does get really cold for the desert during the winter. And a really fun way to spend time together during the holiday season, I think, is to cook together. That's always fun. In my house, we make um, these cookies. Like, they're, you know, Christmas cookies for, for Santa, and the kids love to do that. And we make a traditional family recipe from, it's from Ohio. It was, like, passed down from my, gr- my grandmother. We make these little sweets mm-hmm. called Buckeyes. And they're these little peanut butter balls dipped in chocolate. So it's kind of like a Reese's peanut butter cup. And, well, I was only given the recipe about five years ago, so it's, like, now something that I can do with my family. Um, I don't know. Do you have any special recipes that you make in, you know, in your countries? Or I'm, I'm thinking, like, oh, what about that yummy mulled wine that you made, Marianne? That was so good when you were here. <laughs> I need to get that recipe from you again. <laughs> I keep asking you about it every year, and I never, I never make it. And it's not something that I grew up with, so, like, I think it's definitely a European or English um, tradition. It's not something that I knew of in, in the States when I lived there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I think um, definitely living abroad like this gives you a great way to share your food traditions with your friends from you know from other countries as well. And I'll be sure to pass on that recipe for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> and, you know, a lot of traditions revolve around food and about doing things together. So I'm sure you can find lots on, on Google about your specific holiday traditions if you need to brush up on ideas. I mean, I think I, I definitely do. <laughs> um, but And, Ryan, I think you had some other suggestions as well. Yeah, you know, something else I love doing is um, talking with elders during this time of the year and just listening mm-hmm. to their stories because they have so much to share about their, their adventures and, you know, the way that they did things. Um, I even enjoy hearing stories from friends about their families, too, and how they, you know, what the ways that they celebrate. In fact, I have a friend who lives here, and her mother is still in Europe, and she lives alone. And she isn't truly alone, though, during this time of the year or during the holidays, because her neighbors, um, they they basically become her family and they take good care of her. Uh, and my friend told me that her mom is about, I think, 75 years old and she lives in an, in an apartment block or like a, a block of flats where um, her neighbors check in on her and they stop by all the time and they just like grab a cup of tea or have some cookies or, you know, take her walking around the village. And puts my friend said it really puts her at ease to know that her mom is so well taken care of while she isn't there. And, you know, it still allows her mom to be independent and self-sufficient. Yeah, that, that's that's really so nice to, to know and such a comfort to know that, you know, that people take care of each other. I think I think there are many stories like that around, thankfully, and um, I'm, I'm lucky enough to live in a neighborhood also where we where we kind of, you know, when, whenever we see each other outside, we, we, we stop for a chat and we invite each other in for, you know, for a coffee or just a, a quick look to if we want to show each other something or you know but it's it's just nice to to have that neighborhood kind of feeling um and and to kind of just share with each other um and i think being there for for your loved ones or for 
other people, it it just feels good. So so why not do it? <laughs> um, yeah, that's so we also yeah, and we also wanted to pass on some more ideas for bringing some mindfulness and and some positive focus and quiet time into your holiday season. I think quiet time is is what really what a, a lot of people really need. <laughs> but again, <clears throat> take the time for the children. Um, Play some fun games together, listen to them, you know, sit down together for dinner, have your kids tell you their wishes or their worries at bedtime, and you know, just sit with them and hold their hand and talk with them. I think it's really important to have this one-on-one attention for children to feel kind of secure and, and safe. Um, and if you have relatives abroad, you can call them if you can't be together and arrange what I sometimes like to do is arrange a set time every day or once a week, where whatever fits, where you, where you know that you will be thinking of each other at that same time. And you can kind of agree that or say to each other, oh, we, we're both going to be looking at the same moon at, at this time. And then you can sit there and, and think of each other and, and treasure the moments you had and, and you will have again. There are also many of us that are missing a, a loved one who has passed away. And special anniversaries or events often trigger feelings of, of longing or sadness. And after some time, some years or months, um, if and when we feel ready, there are ways in which we can honor their existence by, for example, taking some dedicated time to remember them and share memories, or by including them in a meaningful, loving ritual that will make sense to you. Even like lighting a candle in their honor and Sending thoughts to them can be a very powerful way to connect and, and to heal. There are many ways to deal with those situations, and I think it's just important to find your own ways that, that work for you and your family. But, Ryan, I know that you were going to bring up something that is a really big issue also in millions of, of households everywhere, and that is getting everyone to put away their electronics and be present in the room. Ryan? Yes, you know, the electronic <laughs> battle is a tough one. And, you know, one thing that is often said, yeah, one thing that's said is getting your family involved and working together is that you put a time limit on the electronics or do an electronic-free day, and it'll get everyone more involved with each other and get the family hanging out more together. Now, I honestly have tried this and find that it works when you're consistent, but being consistent is so difficult, and I am so guilty of not following through with it. So unless everyone in the house is willing to be on board, or, you know, at least all the adults are willing to be on board, this idea is nice, but I, I really find it hard to maintain. Um, so I think setting an achievable limit is actually easier. Like, for example, we do um, family game night on Saturday night since it's the last day of the weekend and school starts on Sunday here in the Middle East. So it's just a nice way for the family to get together and we get out old-fashioned board games and we play like Monopoly and, um, you know, and as long as there are a lot of snacks on hand, my teenager and my six-year-old are so happy to play, <laughs> even without an electronic <laughs> around. So. Right. Well, I guess whatever works, right, <laughs> Ryan? Yeah. No, but uh, but I, <laughs> I, I agree. I've also found it difficult to maintain strict rules around the, the use of electronics, but it, it's so good to be reminded of this, to keep making the effort because it really is a nice bonding experience to just sit down and hang out together with everybody's attention on each other. Or it's nice to do other bonding experiences with your family, like go to a movie together or visit the ice skating rink, as we can do it here in Denmark now that the winter is really here. 
or or you can visit the local market together or invite the kids' friends over for the afternoon. And it it doesn't have to be all planned to the point, you know. It sometimes it's it's the basic things that count, like you said, you know, like talking, walking together, eating, telling stories. Oh, yeah. Eating dinner together. Yeah, that's also something that, I mean, I know you mentioned it before, but it's something that people always say is so important um, to get the whole household together and to bond. And personally, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, hate, I hate to be like this, but personally, it doesn't work for our family or for our schedule because um, my husband doesn't get home until really late and the kids need to be fed before he comes home. So we've adapted this one as well. We've changed it to lunches together because that's what works better for our family. Um and I think this can be adapted even more, you know, like breakfasts together or even just like one dinner a week together if your schedules are super packed. Um, it's nice to have that time to look forward to, you know, uh, life is so busy and schedules are all over the place. So it's not like it was 20 years ago. I know that. So, you know, we need to adapt our, to our time. Yeah, that's right. Right. Uh, lots have, has changed. And, and I like how you've managed to work with with it like, you know, with your dinners and lunches, and I think sometimes it's necessary to to pull the emergency brake and come, you know, come to a halt and just take a look at what is working and what is not, and and instead of just hanging on to the side of the the train, you know, um, so making yeah. these adjustments uh, with um, with equal amount of compromise from all it's it's a really good great idea, Ryan. Yeah, and you know, I think adapting also means not carrying around the guilt that you're doing it wrong or that you're not doing it well enough. Um, I think anything is enough, Definitely. really. And if people are, you know, if yeah. people are honest and really authentic about what they do and they don't do, you find that most families are dealing with similar issues, and there, there really isn't a need to keep up with the, you know, with the friends who sound like they're superheroes, because <laughs> you know, chances are he or she, they're they're just as overwhelmed as you are. And I think that this is the perfect time of year to remember that that it's okay to do what you can. And just like, you know, just like you said, Marianne, every drop counts. So one, uh, one more very important topic we wanted to touch on tonight is reaching out to those who are feeling lonely. And as we said, this isn't an easy time of the year for some. They have perhaps lost a loved one or are not in good terms with family or don't have a family to spend the season with. So, you know, there's, there's actually a post going around on Facebook. I don't know if you've seen it, but... It says um, something like the holidays are not always a joyful and peaceful time of year, and they can be lone, you know, it can cause loneliness and depression. Um, so share your time with others. And, and it goes on to say something like, you know, like my door is open and I always have like a cup of tea and cookies, so please come in and, and you won't be judged and you'll be accepted. Um, and then it asks people to go in and like to copy the status and paste it on their Facebook. And I think it's so nice and, you know, if really posted with the intent that you're going to be available to reach out to someone who needs it, it really could make someone who's feeling lonely or depressed consider talking with a friend, and, you know, instead of sitting and feeling sad or, or worse. Um, and I think it's really good for, for friends and family, too. Um, and it's important to remember that you never know what someone else is feeling or what they're going through, and they may smile at you at school pickup or in the shops, and you think that they're okay and happy, but they, you know, there could be a lot going on under that smile that they're not, that they're hiding. And when you're when you're in that place, it's really scary. So knowing that you can talk to someone without judgment is a really special gift. Um, and I think 
this also reminds us that we should talk to our children. You know, as you said before, just sitting down and talking with your children, just taking a few minutes of time just to chat and ask, you know, how are you doing and see what they're interested in. It will open up doorways to communication, you know, like never before. And you never really know what's going on with them until you ask. Mm. Oh, I love that, Ryan. I, I love that, that that Facebook post. I haven't seen it, but it, that's, that's really nice. I love, love that. And, you know, I think we, we each can make a difference in someone's life, and we can reach far with even a little awareness and friendliness. And we can all practice looking at the signs and notice, you know, notice that glimpse in somebody's eye when they reach out for help or a chat and, and try to see the, the sparkle that is in all of us and, and just think, you know, that everyone else is also looking for love and and support or a good laugh or just a shoulder to, to, to cry on, basically. I mean, so we can all, you know, chip in and, and, and be there for, for each other in this way. I agree. I think um, those are all great uh, great suggestions, Marianne. Well, everyone, we would, you know, our, uh, our show time is running out, so we're going to say goodbye, and we'd like to thank all of our listeners we're thrilled that we've reached so many countries around the world, and we'd like to invite you all to join our Facebook page at Inspirational Living, where you can ask questions or have discussions about different topics with us, and we would love to hear from you, so please subscribe to us on iTunes and Overcast and leave us a review. And if you have any questions or comments, please email us at inspirationallivingpodcast at gmail.com. And we hope you'll tune in to our show next week. We'll be on, to, uh, what will it be, Tuesday, the 19th of December. That's it, Ryan. <laughs> um, so, and with that, we'd like to, to thank you all for staying with us tonight, and, and we'll leave you with a roomy quote, the inspiration you seek is already within you. So good night, everyone, and thank you for listening. Good night, everyone.